How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Little local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. We are here. We are there. We are everywhere on the great Odyssey app. A lot of you guys emailing me about the Odyssey app the last couple of weeks. I knew it was popular, but man, I didn't know it was this popular. Keep them coming. We're live inside the Lakeland University studios where you can earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. If I were the GM of this team, I would cut Devonte Adams or trade him for a six-rounder. I don't think that will actually happen, but I would. That is a tweet I fired out on September 1st, 2016. Um, I wanted to cut Devonte Adams or trade him for scraps. And obviously, Devonte Adams went to have a very nice career with the Green Bay Packers, so nice that... Now that he got traded to the Raiders, they gave him a massive deal, and he's making a bunch of money, and the Packers would have been fools to take up my advice. But that tweet exists. That tweet from six years ago exists on the internet, and one of the accounts that has retweeted it, I think it's been at least twice. They might have got me a third time. But freezing cold takes at Old Takes Exposed. And I kept it up. I, I keep it up. I keep it up there. It's it's there. It's, I mean, I did say it. It's it's there. I probably should delete that one. There's a lot of other tweets I've deleted for less. But, you know, that one stays up there. And I bring it up because today at 9 o'clock, we're going to talk to Fred Siegel. He is the man behind Old Takes Exposed. So we'll talk to Fred today. He's got a book out called Freezing Cold Takes, and he takes a look back at some of the Worst takes ever in the history of the NFL. So I'll promote his book a little more, you know, when I'm talking to him. But it's really an it's, it's interesting. I was coming through it last night. It's not just like, here's the things I've retweeted for the last five years. I'm going to make a book out of it and you're going to buy it. It's he, he did some work and he did some research and he found when people said that the Mike Holmgren hire was a bad one. He found when people said Reggie White coming to Green Bay, why? You might as well teach a horse French lessons. It's not there, there's no need for the Packers to have Reggie White. It doesn't fit. There's a lot about when the Packers not just drafted Rodgers, but then drafted Brian Brom. Remember that? Brian Brom from Louisville in the second round. So far retired and then the Packers had Rodgers and then they drafted a quarterback in the second round. If that would have happened now, if Rodgers would have retired this offseason, we have Jordan Love, and then we still took a quarterback in the second round, that would have been chaos. But that's what the Packers did. And then they took Matt Flynn in the seventh in 2008. So a lot of people had takes about that. Oh, Brom should start. Brom should be the quarterback. Rodgers isn't ready. He's not the guy. And there's uh, uh, there's another chapter about Tony Mandrich. So there's the Packers have uh, had a very big, for better or for worse, freezing cold takes history. 
But there's other things in there about Bill Belichick and, and Tom Brady and a bunch of other stuff. So it's a new book coming out called Freezing Cold Takes. Uh, look at some of the worst takes in NFL history. Man, I'm yawning for like the third time. I tried to hide it the first two, but geez, what is wrong with me? You didn't do a good job at hiding it the first time. I didn't? No. Though, what about the second time? No. Yeah, I did. I took a pause. Sure. Whatever. Well, you can see me, Tim. I know. But I can hear you, too. No, I hit it pretty good. Okay. You tired? I guess so. I got a case of the yawns. I have another yawn coming. I slept my normal amount. I didn't do anything different. I know. Maybe it's still well, the trip from know. Canton. You might be a little little jet lagged. I got another yawn coming. Like a big one. And you got to fly to New York, I think, tonight because I believe you are hosting the Zach Gelb show tonight. Oh, did you see how big that yawn was? Yes. My God. That's why I was trying to extend what I was saying. Yeah, I got another one. Boy, someone someone needs to get their beauty sleep at night. Poor Bart. It's like a 10 second yawn. I got another one. I guess what is can... happening? What is happening? That is nuts. I got my normal sleep. I did take a nap yesterday. I took a nap yesterday for about two and a half hours, and it felt like I slept for 17 days. I don't know. Maybe I'm still maybe I'm still worn out from Canton. I mean, it was go, 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 go in Canton. And then you've got the eight-hour drive there and the eight-hour drive back. But I'm not. it's not like I'm the first person to ever go away for a weekend before. I, I should be able to. Just slide back into work, shouldn't I? And I, I, I do. I have, yes. the, I have the Zach Geld show fill-in situation tonight. So off to New York. You go. Off to New York I go. Yeah, off to New York. The chapter's going to be ready for me, and they'll, they'll fly me out on Gelb Force One. So I'll be on tonight. I'll be on uh, 5 to 9 on the Odyssey app, 6 to 9 here on the fan. So I'll be on as the Brewers take on the race. I got another one coming. I can't hide it. This is ridiculous. This, this is ridiculous. What are you doing? Boy. I keep yawning. I've never yawned this much in a short period of my life. What is this? And you yell at me. Yeah. Oh, I would Let's destroy go. you. You for would this. destroy me right now. Maybe I need something to wake me up. Here, I got something. I got something. All right. Twelve men on the defense. We take no nonsense. I got another yawn. I did have a uh, late night tweet last night. Do you just want to go home and I'll take care of everything? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. I can leave. No. Get a little can't. nap before I go to New York? Yeah. I had a late night tweet last night because I was, you know, I was up. So I was, I mean, I was up late, but I'm always up late. And I get my nap in the day. I get my, I get f- five hours at night and four hours in the day. So I sleep uh, enough. But I saw people scrolling Twitter before I went to bed and I saw people like, do you know what? I think this Packers defense is going to be really good. And that's my thing. I'm the one telling you that. So I retweeted. Another thing, and this is from uh, June 8th, when I said the Packers defense in 2022 is going to be historically good. I guarantee at least three games where their performance will be so erotic that maternity wards will be packed nine months later. So don't be trying to don't be trying to jump on that the Packers defense is going to be an all-time great defense now. I'm the one telling you that, okay? I'm the one telling you that. But also now when the Packers are being asked about it, uh, they're telling it too. I think I was watching some of Family Night that I watched back, and they they do believe it. I saw Adrian Amos talking a little bit. Uh, they think that this defense is going to be really good. Here's a quick one from Adrian Amos. Yeah, I, I mean, the, t- the talent level through the roof um, you know, might be the most talented you know, defense you know, that I've been on, period. So, um, But like I said, you only can say that at the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? How, how are we going to finish? 
um, how we want to play each and you know every week. What, what are the what's the tape on show? So the team, it's one thing for some idiot like me to say it, but the team's starting to say it a little bit too. Rashawn Gary. Okay, well, anything we want to become, you know, anything we want to be. You see the talent, you know, y'all out there watching us. You know, I don't really want to talk too much because we got to do the work in the season. But, you know, you see the type of guys we got. You see the type of ball we playing. And you also see the standard, you know, that we hold each other to while we out there. Everybody talking to everybody on all three phases. I mean, there's so much change from last year, and we're wondering, like, what's going to happen with the uh, wide receiver situation. Uh, that's a big talking point. What's going to happen with the Packers' offensive line? We need those guys to come back. Uh, Elton Jenkins, I believe, uh, is, you know, it's normal normal on track from an injury, but David Bakhtiari is a massive question mark. I really still think that the thing I'm most excited about is the defense. If I just give you the starters, so they're going to introduce the starters in week one, and, you know, they all have their little heads there, and they say their name, and they're going to say uh, Dean Lowry. And Dean Lowry is probably the guy, the worst guy of this whole bunch that I'd be like, eh. But Dean Lowry when Kenny Clark gets a little help and Dean Lowry has to do less, he frees up a little bit. So if Dean Lowry's the weak link, they're going to say Dean Lowry, Kenny Clark, Jaron Reed, Preston Smith, Devondre Campbell, Quay Walker, Rashawn Gary, Eric Stokes, Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage, Jair Alexander. I mean, do you understand how good that defense can be? And I didn't mention TJ Slayton, who they drafted not too long ago, who they really like on the line. I didn't mention... Devontae Wyatt. I didn't mention Rasul Douglas. This is a defense that's going to be incredible. And so while we have the guy from Old Takes exposed on at nine, and I got destroyed for my Devontae Adams tweet over the years, I have no problem tweeting everything about this defense. I'll, I'll tweet that they're going to be better than the 85 Bears. I don't care. I am so high on this defense. I feel incredible about them. So lots coming up today. We are going to talk to Tim Allen just after 7 o'clock, and I'll ask him the question that we want to ask you here this morning. Do you think the Brewers are making the playoffs? And don't, 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 like, well, I don't know. They might, they could. No, no, don't worry now that because we're having Fred on from Old Takes Exposed that everything's going to get Old Takes Exposed today. Honest to God, right now, do you think the Brewers are making the playoffs? Absolutely not. I don't think – well, let me look at the standings here because – They're two games out, a game out of the Central, right? Two games out? They were yeah, – they're two games out of the Central. And two and a half out of the wild card? I think it's one and a half. Okay. I think it's one and a half out of the wild card. Okay. But still, that's not good. We were four games up last week, seven days ago. Four. Four games up of the Central? On the Central. And we blew a four-game lead in seven days. Well, yeah, it was against the Reds and the Pirates. Right now, we're a game back. San Diego lost last night. Okay. Whew. Phew. What if San Diego doesn't make the play? What if they're oh, the team they that doesn't make the playoffs? By, uh, the Dodgers. I was going to say the Rams. The Dodgers. Yeah, the Rams. The Rams. Yeah, the Rams. The Rams. Swept them. And the Packers last week lost to the Steelers and the Bengals. Well, unbelievable. Really, uh, yeah, really, really, I, really I, terrible. They got swept by the Dodgers, so I, that would be something if they don't make the playoffs either. Well, it's might well, be between. It's got to be one or the other. It might right? be between them or us. And if you're going to place your money on them or us, I mean, you're going to place your money on them. So right now, just to look at who's where, the Dodgers have 75 wins, and they're in. The Mets have 71 wins; they'll be in, and they lead their respective divisions. Uh, the Mets and the Dodgers again would have the one and two seed. That probably is not going to change. Atlanta is what seven games back of the Mets. So they could have a hot streak and the Mets could lose, but they just played each other not too long ago and, and put some separation there. The St. Louis Cardinals are leading the Central. And then, really, it comes down to four teams for three spots because everybody else is out of it. Washington, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, the Cubs, the Rockies, the Marlins, the Diamondbacks, they are all, they're all out. They're all 10 games under 500 or worse. And so the teams you have competing are the Atlanta Braves, who are 64 and 46. So the Brewers would be five games behind them for a wild card. You have the Philadelphia Phillies, who are 60 and 48. So the Brewers would be two back of them. And then the San Diego Padres at 61 and 51. And the Brewers are just their game back of them. 
So really what it probably looks like is there are six teams battling, seven teams rather battling for six spots in the National League. The Giants are 54 and 55. Maybe they have a hot streak. Maybe they bring themselves back into it. But really what it looks like is there's seven teams battling for six spots. And really what it will probably come down to is three teams battling for two. And that will be the Phillies, the Padres, and the Brewers. So I think the the Padres will eventually, and they're getting Tatis back. They've lost five in a row. They made all these trades and lost five in a row. Uh, Josh Hader was in for one game. I think that's the only game he pitched because they haven't needed him. Yeah, he got the win in that game too. Because they've been losing. Unless yeah. they threw him in there last night. I didn't catch the end of that game. I was watching for a little bit uh, on MLB Network. But, yeah, you've got the Phillies, you've got the Padres, and you've got the Brewers. So if you're scoreboard watching or if you – Normally, I plug in, like, the teams that we're fighting against into my calendar and just try to keep track of the games. It's the Phillies. It's the Padres. It is still the Cardinals. And then it's the Brewers. Brewers having lost two in a row, being one in seven since the trade deadline. No, one in five since the trade deadline. The Cardinals, meanwhile, have won seven in a row, uh, winners of nine of their last ten. Hader did pitch last night. He did get in? Yeah, they lost one nothing. <laughs> We pitched the ninth. He pitched in the ninth, one inning, gave up a hit, two yeah. strikeouts. Well, well, you bring him in. He hasn't pitched in five days. That's what I've, I've had a sense that might be the case. So there you are. That's the that's the situation right now. So with that being said, Brewers are two games back of the Central, just one out from a playoff spot. That's it. We've got fifty four games to go. Are they going to make the playoffs? Yes or no? 414-677-1250. a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Never miss a moment from The Fan again with the free Odyssey app. You can download the Bart Winkler Show podcast and listen whenever and wherever works best for you. You can also check out some of the shows we did from Canton, whether it was the Wendy's Big Show on Friday, Charles Woodson, Santana Dotson, Gilbert Brown, Leroy Butler, Bob Harland. James Lofton and Pete Doherty. He joined us too. Pete Doherty did join us. Did that on Friday. Uh, Saturday had the Road to Canton show. Got to hear some of the greatest highlights of the last couple of years of people celebrating Leroy Butler, including Tony Baselli, the late Bobby Bowden, and Mike Holmgren, as well as some of the other names I mentioned. So if you missed any of that and still feel like celebrating Leroy a little bit, you can check that out on the Odyssey app or 1250amthefan.com. Quick traffic update. If you're on your way out to... Uh, you saw the same thing? Yeah. Uh, what is this, going west? I believe so. Yeah, out in Waukesha. There's a bunch of porta potties on the ground. <laughs> no going ba- west. No backups. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, God. <laughs> Tim, see, if I'm going to be yawning, if I'm dragging a little, I don't know why. I still, I still think I'm drive-legged or whatever, car-legged. Uh, you're going to need to bring the comedy and the hijinks. And so far, All right. Tim won Bart Zero. How about that? Uh, speaking of poop, my son is porta potty or not porta potty but potty training. <laughs> okay. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Yesterday, we sat him. He said he had to go, and we sat him down, and he had, he had, a, he had a nice movement. <laughs> and, you know, I'm looking at him as he's making this movement. And I was very proud of him, but also I'm very sad. Why? He's he's becoming a big boy. Yes, he is. My little baby. It's sad, man. Yeah. This will probably be a good thing. Well, I look at pictures of him from just a year ago, and it's like it's not even the same kid. <laughs> That's just how I feel. John and Franklin. John, you know what it's like watching a kid grow up. It's... It's pride and sad at the same time for me. Yeah, and, you know, for you to come to that realization as early as you are, it it goes fast, man. It goes fast. Oh, man. You know? Yeah, hang on to every moment, even when the ones are uh, – some of them aren't going to be trying. <laughs> Almost as fast as when the Brewers looked like they were good, and then now they might not even make the playoffs. Well, I'm the subject of in the toilet. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I'm probably overreacting. I, I, I fully admit I'm probably overreacting. But I have never been more ticked off, and I'm, and I'm going to use the uh, family-friendly term. I have never, never been more ticked off at one of my local teams 
and it's not the player's fault. I don't honestly, I don't think it's the general manager's fault. And like I said yesterday, I hope you guys in the media, as this thing continues to collapse, which it will, um, I, I want some feet held to the fire and I want some honest answers. You know, maybe as he, he exits maybe to the Mets, you know, maybe we can get the honest answers then. But, but this is BS. This is just crapping on the fans. You know, you didn't have to go get Soto. Nobody was expecting that. Or at the very least, just stand pat. Say, you know, I believe in these guys, you know, usual BS. But but this thing, it, 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 I'm not getting any less mad. Yeah, they. there's a lot of things that they could have done that we wouldn't have liked. But, okay, maybe they traded Josh Hader for a bat. All right, whatever. Maybe they do nothing. Okay, whatever. But they made their team worse. They were in a position where the playoffs look like, okay, we'll probably make the playoffs. They made their team worse. And now the results, you know, you did not play two very good teams this last week. You lost most of those games. Now you've got a tougher part of the schedule coming up. It's just, and when you hear from Mark Anasio and when you hear from David Stearns and even Craig Council, nobody seems like they're on the same page. It almost seems like, remember when the thing out of Green Bay was we have silos, Thompson's doing this and McCarthy's doing this and, Nobody knows what the other guy is doing. It almost seems like that's what's happening with the Brewers now. And then for yeah. Mark to come out, for Mark to come out and talk about how finances weren't an issue after David Stearns clearly made a move that was for the financial future of this team. It's just unbelievable. And I can't I can't buy it, you know? No, none of us none of us none of us can buy it. And I gotta tell you. You know, I don't want to have the same take for like the next, you know, three months. But you know where I'm at as far as thinking this team's going to make the playoffs. There, it, it's a mathematical possibility, but there is nothing in the trajectory of the current race, short of betting a long shot, that you think this team is going to pull it together. Now, there is some talent on this team, and it's not their fault that they're going through this. But this this whole thing... Like I said, as a fan, as a as a long time fan, this this I'm I'm almost enraged about it. I I just can't believe it to to make a deal for next to nothing with a team that if you did possibly get better, you're improving. I mean, why do you make the deal with the Padres of all teams? I I, I just I don't understand. And until. Uh, we get some honest answers about this. I don't think I'm going to be able to come to grips with it as a fan. Yeah, John. Thanks buddy. Have a good one today. I'm out. Yeah. The Padres, you know, they're not in our division, but we just mentioned some of the teams that the Brewers are trying to compete against. The Padres are a game up on us for a wild card spot. So I talked earlier a couple of weeks ago about how we could lose a game in the playoffs to Josh Hader. Yeah. The you, Padres. you said something like, I can't, uh, who will be the, yeah. Uh, Who's going to strike yeah. out when when they come here and <laughs> against Hater? But Ooh. now it could be it could be that Josh Hader is the difference between the Padres getting in the playoffs and the Brewers getting in the playoffs. Look, the Padres, I think their lineup is so good, and they traded for Hader that they lost five in a row. And it's like, eh, I mean, that sucks. But we are this lineup; they're not going to miss the playoffs. You know, everyone's very confident that the Padres are going to make the playoffs. But if there is sort of a battle, if they do, they, they did this last year. They looked really good last year, and then they faltered down the stretch. Maybe the same thing happens there. Maybe for whatever reason, they can bring in all these guys, but they can't actually get the results. But now they've got Josh Hader, and we don't. So if it is, if it does become a race, and again, the Brewers are still battling for the National League Central. Don't write that off yet. Battling for the wild card spot. But if it becomes a race, well, the Padres are are right in that race. And you've, you know, you gave them one of the guys that is supposed to help you. Also, if the Brewers and Padres end up in a tie, you know, no no one game playoff this year. Yeah. The Padres own the tiebreaker. Oh, interesting. Them four times. Interesting. Yep. So some of the teams that are in contention here, I've got some odds about playoff chances from betonline.ag. Uh, the Dodgers and the Mets, by their boards, they took them off. If you want to bet will they make the playoffs or not, you can't. 
because they're not going to take any money on that because they're going to make the playoffs. So even if it's like, hey, bet $10,000 to win 50 bucks, they don't want to lose that 50 bucks because the Dodgers and the Mets are going to make the playoffs. So it's these other teams. The St. Louis Cardinals right now have a 77% chance to make the playoffs. They started the season at a 56% chance, so they're minus 350 to make it. So they think the Cardinals have a 77% chance to make the playoffs. The other wildcard teams, the Atlanta Braves, they give a 98% chance to make the playoffs. All right, they got a few more wins than uh, Milwaukee and Philly and and San Diego. The Phillies, they give about a 75% chance to make the playoffs. The Padres... Only a game ahead of us, but they've got an 89% chance to make the playoffs, again, with that roster. And the Brewers, who at the beginning of the season were minus 280, 73% chance. They're not on to minus 165. They have a 53% chance to make the playoffs. So a team that has been in first place for most of the season, lost it for a couple days, got it back. A team that's now slipping, a team that got worse at the break, at the trade deadline, now is about a coin flip percent chance to make the playoffs by the odds makers. Now, when we ask you guys, and we just tweeted this, so this is the initial batch of votes, you know, 70 votes or so. I just put this up here. Uh, 80% say no. Do you think the Brewers will make the playoffs? Right now, four out of five of you say no. Man. Do I think the like do do you honestly believe they're not going to make the playoffs? Like honestly, if it, if because it's a it's a coin flip shot right now, and if I say to you, Tim, you put you risk nothing, you risk nothing, but I say, if you get it right, I will give you ten thousand dollars. So there's some stakes on the line. Do you say they're going to make the playoffs or they're not going to make the playoffs? They still will not make the playoffs. So if there was yep. $10,000 on the line. I'm saying no. You would say, I am just I just don't see it. No. I don't. I don't. The energy is just zapped out on that team. There's two months left. Nope. They can make a run. We're going to know by next week. Cardinals, Dodgers. Yeah, Brewers have some tough series coming up. Man. And the Dodgers again later, like Five days later after that. And don't worry about being wrong. We we do have Fred Siegel on from Old Takes Exposed. He's the guy that runs the account. So, you know, he's he's really he's listening to everything everyone says today so he can come back and get you. Do I think the Brewers are going to make about you? the playoffs? What about you if I said, Bart, God. there's $100,000 sitting on the table right there. I'm do not, the Brewers make the playoffs? Yes or no? I'm not ready to say no. What? I'm not ready to say no because they don't they don't deserve they don't deserve to make the playoffs. They're not better than these teams. What's up with the Phillies? What give me the Phillies schedule? The Braves are getting in, and the Padres are getting in. So I'm not even looking at them. So it's between the it's between the Phillies and the Cardinals and the Brewers. That's what it's really between. So what do we got with the Phillies coming up? Well, the Cardinals have the easiest schedule. And not, of, like, not like schedule of, matters because Brewers had the easiest schedule last week and they won one game. Right. Oh, let's see. The Phillies so the have Phillies. the Marlins, the Mets, the Reds, the Mets, the Reds, the Pirates, the Diamondbacks. Oh, my God. I'd say it's pretty easy. I mean, they play in the the East, so you have Miami and Washington. Good God, Miami a lot of times. What's the Cardinals schedule? The Cardinals. All right, the Cardinals, you said they have the easiest yeah, they have the easiest schedule from here on out. They've got the Rockies starting tonight. They got the Brewers. They got the Rockies again. They got the Diamondbacks, the Cubs, the Braves, the Reds, the Cubs, the Nationals, the Pirates. They're not making the playoffs. The Cardinals? Us. Oh, okay. We're right? not making we're not making the playoffs. No. Wow. We're not. We're not making what do we got? We got uh the Cardinals, the Dodgers, the Reds, the Dodgers, the – and by Reds, I mean Cubs. Uh, let me start over. The Cardinals – geez, let me start over, over. The Rays, the Cardinals, the Dodgers, the Cubs, the Dodgers, the Cubs, the Pirates, the Diamondbacks, the Rockies. That's the stretch. They need to win a bunch of games. Then you got the uh, 
Giants and that doubleheader. You got the Reds, you got the Cardinals, you got the Yankees, you got the Mets. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Their schedule is... It's, uh, somehow the Brewers' schedule is the third or fourth easiest. What? Yeah. What, do they play themselves? Well, they take into, like, home games. So what if they, what if they don't make the playoffs? Uh, um, I had a buddy say that you really, really have to... I know it's not his fault... But you might have to start looking at manager. But he didn't do anything. He didn't do any of this. That's why why I'm kind of backing away from that. Because I was on that earlier in the year saying, why do we give him a pass? I think we might have to give him a pass this year. Well, it's it's the latter I always say with the Brewers. You can't blame Council because it's Stearns that gives him the players. You can't blame Stearns because Mark gives him the decision. And And then you can't blame Mark because baseball punishes teams that – don't have a billion dollars. Yeah, but Mark can spend his own money, which he doesn't. Well, it, he, and it, he has it. Don't say he does not have it. And I don't want to need to stop Tim, saying that. that. That's not even the. That's not even the point right now. I know. The point is not even because Mark Atanasio willingly said on Friday the finances weren't a concern. So if you want to defend Mark and say he doesn't have the money, Mark just told you the finances are not a concern. He, Mark, this I don't understand it honestly. They make these trades. David Stearns talks. He says Mark Antonazio never wants a team to be bad. We always want bites at the apple. Then Mark talks, and all he's saying is, I, I could, we could have done anything. They told me they wanted to do something with Josh. I had to sit down. I was stunned. You guys told me not to meddle. I don't meddle. I mean, what is happening? So... At some point, if you're going to make a change to make a change, you might think, well, Craig, you didn't you didn't do enough to to rally your guys. I, I keep thinking about this tweet good old KS sent me yesterday. He said, well, at what point is it about the players to pull their pants up and, it's, yeah, and it's, you know, like stop being sad and I, go try to win baseball they're games? They're still talking about this trade, and they need a stop. And I know the media is probably saying, so, you know, what's well, going on? Well, they were still talking about that. Remember uh, before the break, they were talking about that three, those three, three city mm-hmm. road trips? Like, mm-hmm. there's always an excuse. And so if you're looking at why are they making excuses, you need the manager to, to look over everyone and say, stop doing that. So at some point, maybe Craig needs to be the one to do that. But you you gave him an awful situation, and you're, now you're saying, get out of here. You're, you're throwing him down a well, down a 30-foot well, and you're saying, with no tools, get out. You got no tools. No ladder, no rope, no nothing. But get out. And you, then you can't fire him for that. But then you you also can't be in this position, make that trade, not make the playoffs, and then just come back status quo. If David Stearns really traded Josh Hader to make the team worse and then cut a guy two days later, you almost have to, like, get rid of Matt Arnold or get rid of David Stearns. That's almost a fireable offense. Stearns is out of here after this year. But he's not going to get fired. No, he's going to leave on his own. I don't think if any other, if a GM came in here and made this move, but the GM is making the moves that he thinks the owner wants to make. So at that point, I can't believe that they didn't like talk about this. There had to be some directive. Something's missing from what we know, because this team that has been so like everything runs up and down the ladder smoothly. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, nobody knows what's going on with anybody else. There's got to be something missing. It's got to be. It's got to be substantial. And if they let Stearns go, it, that's David Arnold's job, everybody. So it's not like they're going to go make a splash in new GM. It's David Arnold is the yeah. new GM in stepping. I mean, technically, he is the GM. Right. right. Does Matt have a brother I don't know about? I don't know. Because you said David I Arnold. said David, didn't yeah. I? I didn't want to correct you. And I was you know, you know what I slide, meant. You but then you said meant. it twice. You know so I, I just... Meant. For the listener's sake, I had to correct you. You know what I meant. Even though none of us could pick out Matt Arnold in a crowd. Well, I could, but. Oh, well, yeah. I can't. Dave is in Slinger. What's up, Dave? Hey, guys. Yeah, I agree 100% with what you guys are talking. I think Stearns is gone after that lambasting he got from Antonazio. Uh, that clip that he said, you know, everything was pretty much on Stearns. I think he's gone. I was at the game Sunday for the Elk giveaway, and it was like watching paint dry. It was just pathetic hitting, 
Um, I think Council messes with the lineup too much. When a guy gets hot, he's sitting on a bench the next day. Yeah, it's like here is the one guy sense. that I actually think might get a clutch hit. He ain't going to be playing today. Nope. Nope, because he had a home run. Yeah. And it's home run or nothing with that team. Yeah. That's it. No small ball. Yeah, something's got to change. But I don't yep. know what. Great show, guys. All right, Dave. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. 414-677-1250. We'll talk to Tim Allen about this. And I don't want optimistic, Tim. I want I need to I need to cut through to this. Until they're they're out, he's gonna be optimistic. He's you know, he's there's there's a chance. We talked about this on I Saturday. need to cut through. I need to cut through. And he, he That's know, up to me. I know he wants to cut through you about the eighty two thing. He does? Yep. We talked about it for a while. He's a you know I'll let you two discuss that. Well, when's enough enough? Because of that eighty he says because of that eighty two team. That's the reason why they're here today. And the that's, Brewers? Yeah. Just you guys will talk about it. He I he he he's got a lot to talk to you about. Oh good. I All know right. that. All right. Tim Allen coming up at seven o'clock. We got time for you until then. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 12.50 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Tim Allen coming up from our Gene Wagner Plumbing postgame show. How many postgame shows did you do this last weekend, Shea? I did Friday and Saturday. Friday, oh, and that's, Saturday. That's so you got a I loss and a win? Yes. How, how are people doing on the postgame shows? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty much Bad? bleak. Yeah. Bleak? Yeah. Except Tim, Tim's Tim's trying. We have our we have our people that call in, you know, that say that still still is giving this team a chance. Okay. Like Brett. Yeah. Okay. He's the brewer optimistic. Sure. Of the group, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but everyone else, I mean, just people disappointed and mad and angry. Well, they because they I'm not saying they can't make the playoffs because we're wa- we're watching this collapse like right in front of our eyes. Yeah, I've never seen a team, I've never seen a Brewer team collapse this much in a week from up four to down two. Well, and it's self sabotage. They traded Josh Hader. They didn't tell anybody they were gonna. I still don't. 
it, it, I'm still very baffled by this. I'm very baffled. I can't believe that this isn't a bigger deal throughout baseball. Like, I read all these trade deadline pieces, and I read all these different articles, and I still can't. Like, the Brewers took their all-star closer, and they traded him and got worse at the big league level. And there's articles like, oh, this prospect might do something. This pro- We didn't trade him for prospects. We shouldn't have. They acted like sellers. And then they made these other trades. Like, I, I always feel like the Brewers, and I could do more research on this, so it's a little just anecdotal here, but I feel like the Brewers every year, we think they're going to trade for a bat, and then they end up getting two relievers that maybe we've heard of. And so this year, they make this trade with Hayter, and then they trade for Matt Bush, which is supposed to excite me. And then they make that Trevor Rosenthal. By the time that he's even going to be able to pitch, we're going to pay this guy $3 million to, to do what? That's the one where I just want to be like, what are you doing? Like, what what's the story behind that? Why? It's like when I put a tweet out and I don't want to delete it, uh-huh. but I don't want it to be the top of my feed. Yeah. I just start tweeting a bunch of other stuff, thinking that it'll bury something else. They're trying to bury the hater news. What was that? Why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand why a team see they put they put so much the, the bullpen itself it wasn't even like it was oh you could use another arm. It wasn't you had Boxberger, Williams and and Hader that you were really comfortable with. You know, Box maybe you had it set up. But you had it set up. Seven, eight, nine. You had guys you have guys coming back already, Jake Cousins. Uh, Justin Topa, these are some guys that you're counting on for coming back later this year. There's some guys like, you know, Hobie Milner is not the greatest reliever of all time, and neither is Gustave, but they've been giving you good enough innings. You know, good. Cons- you know, sometimes they give up some runs, sure, but they're worthy options. It wasn't a need of this team. Then you made it a need of this team. Then you started to bring in here guys that were not any good. Like when they. When they waved Jake McGee this weekend, I would have rather they got like I'd rather have Jake McGee in there than Matt Bush. I've got no confidence in Matt Bush. Jake McGee, I have no confidence in him. But I got no confidence in Matt Bush. I got no confidence in Taylor Rogers. He's no good. You think this bullpen got worse? The bullpen got worse. The team got worse. The bullpen got worse. And then. You don't trade for any bats, so you're relying on your starting pitching and your bats to get you in a position where you do go to the bullpen, your position of strength. This last week, it keeps seeming like they're forcing these guys in there to be like, hey, look, we we traded for this guy, and he's and they, they're all bad. They're not, they're not delivering, and then now Devin Williams is struggling. Uh, struggling might be, again, too far, but he's given up runs in two games this week. He didn't give up runs in 30 straight appearances. And so clearly it got into his head. Again, at some point, council needs to gather the team and the players need to gather themselves and say, we've got to overcome this. We can't have this be the excuse forever. They did what they did, but we are the 26 guys here. So at some point, the team's got to forget about it and go and try to win. That's true. But can this team do that? And usually council's really good at getting these guys to to go, to say those words. I want I want to believe that, but then I look at everything that's been coming out. I mean, at the All-Star break, these guys were asked about the first half of the season and how many of them brought up that the first half was hard cuz we had to go to we had to, we went on a three so a three city road trip is sort of rare. They don't do it a lot. And the Brewers did three of them in the first half of the season. And sure, it's interesting for us to note with the schedule, but the Brewers kept bringing it up months after it was done. It's not like we put a microphone in their face and said, hey, do you think it has got anything to do with the three, three city round trip you went on? No, we're not saying that. They're the ones that are coming back and saying it. So if they can't get that out of their head, how are they supposed to get trading an all-star and, reliever out of their And head? why is that in their head? Because they did pretty good. And in, in those, three. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe the travel cut up with them. Oh. I mean, I traveled to Canton for three days. I came back here. I yawned like seventeen times for the first segment. So maybe it still affected me. But now I'm past it. I'm done. 
because I, I gave you a speech during one of the breaks. I said, come on, Bart, get it done. Get you did. through this. You did. This is all you. This is your show. Because you're is, a good coach. This is the one to get us through. Yeah, you're a good coach. So maybe you need to get back in that dugout. It's just, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe this team anymore. It's disappointing. It's sad. It's. It's just so the optimism. If I want to play optimistic guy, it's one week. There's a bunch of games left. They can still get in the playoffs. They're not that far out. They're really a game out of the playoffs. They're only two back of the division. You play the Cardinals coming up this weekend. You could be back in first. There's a lot of coulds and a lot of kens and a lot of maybes. They could still get in the playoffs. I've told you this anything can happen in the playoffs. Baseball's different than these other sports. You can get hot. Corbin Burns can go out there and throw eight innings one day beautifully and go right to Williams. That's that, another that, thing. That That's good. These pitchers need to start going a little longer. They need to they need a attack a little more and just stop nibbling around the plate. They're wasting pitches. Well, then that's from, from the coaching. I know. So... They they can't. I think again we're talking to Fred Siegel of Ode Takes Exposed today, and I, I he's not going to listen and, and pick apart every every person. But there's a there's a thing with fans in this era where everybody's held accountable for everything they say, or at least made fun of it. Maybe not held accountable, but you never want to be wrong. You don't want to be wrong. You just you don't want to be wrong. You don't want to come out here and say what's the station's moniker, the Dunn Club, for all these years. You don't want to you don't want to come out here and say that on August 9th you're in the Dunn Club. Because then if they make the playoffs, you look stupid. Well, guess what? Nobody cares. You don't want to say you made a bet with Bart and you actually meant Toby. Yeah, you don't want to be stupid so, like Tim. Hey. Nobody nobody cares if right now, if you don't think that the Brewers are going to make the playoffs and you say it out loud and then they make the playoffs, nobody cares that you – like nobody's going to hold that against you. So with all that being said, on August 9th, 2022 – I'm going to say that I am in the Dunn Club. All right? I hate that phrase. I hate you guys bringing it up. They screwed themselves, man. They're done. Can they make the playoffs? Yes. Will I be happy if they make the playoffs? Yes. Will you be able to say, oh, Bart, you said they weren't going to make the playoffs. What what, what happened? You say you're right all the time. LOL. No, I was wrong. But we just looked at some of these other teams' schedules. We look at these other teams and what they're competing for. We look at the vibe of these other teams. Man, I'm telling you. So look at the standings again. All Tim, right. Tim would say that the Cardinals are maybe peaking too early. That's ridiculous. That makes right? no sense. They just swept the Yankees, for goodness sake. All right, here. The Dodgers are making the playoffs 100%. Yes. The Mets are making the playoffs yes. 100%. The Braves are making the playoffs. So it's going to come down to the Padres, the Phillies, the Cardinals, and the Brewers. Guess what? The Padres are not missing the playoffs. They're in. The Cardinals peak too early? Nonsense. They are making the Cardinals are not going to allow themselves to miss the playoffs, whether it's wild card or otherwise. They're in. So it comes down to the Brewers and the Phillies. I have narrowed it down within this hour. I keep I said there were seven teams and I said there were three. It's the Brewers and the Phillies, and we're two games back of them. That's it. Because the Padres are making it and the Cardinals are making it. The Cardinals are not missing the playoffs. They traded for Jose Quintana. They traded for Jordan Montgomery. These are not like marquee names at this point, but Montgomery pitched pretty well, beat his old team, the Yankees. And they all they had to give up was Harrison Bader, who, you know, is good, but he's hurt. So they did a a nice move for this year. You got Wainwright pitching well. How much longer is he going to play? You got Yadi Molina. Uh, You got all these other guys. They, they, there's a big difference just between the vibes and the want to. You look at this Cardinals team. That's a team that is going to do everything they can with the pieces they have to make the playoffs. The Brewers, I don't get that from them. They're, they're sulking. Even when they, even, they're not, I just, I, I, they're not making the playoffs. They screw themselves. And maybe they weren't going to make the playoffs even with Hater. So maybe the Brewers knew that and maybe they decided to trade it. Maybe we're all overreacting. Maybe they saw the writing on the wall. 
this team's not good enough to make the playoffs, so let's get a couple of pieces for him. But then again, they said they never took any calls on Hater. Basically, just whoever calls us first, that's what we'll do. Yeah, there's there's somebody I want to go to prom with, but yeah, first person that calls me, all you got to do is be first. 81% of you say they are not going to make the playoffs. What would that have been a week ago? What would that have been the day before they traded Hater? I would have said probably 70% said yes. I'd probably say 90 Okay. And so you've got a net flip of like 160. Jay Zilla, we will look back on this era years from now and view the hater trade as the defining moment that the window closed for this team. That's a good way to put it. I thought the window was with hater, with Woody, with Burns. You've got hater through this year and then next year. And but you had to get something for him. People are like, oh, well, they'll go out and sign Burns. I'm. I'm not not at all. They they might make a make a play for him, but I don't think he he wants to be here. Uh, Burns likes being here, but Burns is going to want a lot of money. Yeah, that he will deserve. I just I I don't think it's a given we're going to sign him. I, I don't think it's a given we're going to sign any of the. Well, I guess now. I would say guys. there's a 15 percent chance we sign Woodruff, and probably a one percent chance we sign Burns. And I think that one's a little too high. So that's where we're at with the Brewers. So we'll check in with Tim Allen. I mean, we want don't don't get it twisted. We want him to make the playoffs. We are still going to root oh, for them to make the playoffs. One hundred percent. Don't get me wrong. I am not like I'm not a Brewer hater. Maybe if I was younger, all. I'd say, well, I want to be right, so I need them to. Yeah. No, I want to be wrong. But if you're asking me my honest opinion right now, if I've got ten thousand dollars on the line, you got to say no. I'm saying no. I'm saying no. Tim Allen coming up next on The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.